Diablo 4 has arrived. As the forces of hell gather, only you can stand in their way. Journey across the expansive, open world of Sanctuary. Choose from five powerful classes, then progress them to fit your playstyle. Adventure with your friends in up to four-player co-op with cross-play and cross-progression on all platforms. Welcome to hell. Diablo 4, available now. Rated M for Mature. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. When life gets busy, you grind, you push, you reach for a stick of Liquid IV powder. It hydrates you two times faster than water alone, so you can crush goals and your to-do list. Because real life is extreme enough. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Buy a stick in store or at liquidiv.com with the code podcast for 20% off your order. Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I have a lovely brand with me today and the co-founders of that brand. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the co-founders of KPS Essentials Beauty, and I've been loving this brand, um, but, but I want to introduce you guys to Natalie Novak-Boss and uh, Ron Webb. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm so thrilled and honored to host you. Thank you so much for having us, and yeah, happy Women's you. Day. Happy Women's Day, indeed. Um, thank you so much for coming on to the show. And I, I really can't wait to dive in, especially uh, for everyone listening. Ron is our science guru here for um, KPS Essentials. So I'm going to really kind of pick his brain in a minute. But Natalie, I would love to get started if you could walk us down memory lane about, you know, in terms of like what really started off the brand and like the concept and vision that led to KPS. Well, thank you so much. So it's funny, in 1987, I was working at Nordstrom in Southern California selling high-end cosmetics, mm. and there just happened to be an earthquake one morning, and I went up to the stock to, you know, just replenish and noticed one of the products had fallen and it actually broke, and what I noticed when I went down to clean it up is it ate through the carpet as well as the carpet padding, exposing a hole of cement about a foot in diameter. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? It's a product yeah. that most American women, if not most women in the world, have put this product on their face at one time or another. And immediately what came to mind was, what is this doing to my body? How is this affecting the environment? And how am I supposed to go sell this product knowing what I just saw? Yeah, yeah. I was pretty shocked. I thought, how is this even legal? And, you know, why is this happening? And, you know, what come, What I really started to recognize in the industry is that most of these brands were putting all their money into marketing and not so much into the ingredients. And then what was really interesting to me is about two months later, my grandmother was diagnosed with breast cancer and her physician at the time told her it was probably due to all the hormone mimicking chemicals in her cosmetics. Now, back then, that was pretty interesting to me. So it really made me start to think, well, what about my lifestyle and what am I doing, you know, for myself to protect my health from, you know, all these things that are in these ingredients. And it just became full circle for me. I knew something needed to be done. There was a gap in the industry and it needed to be filled. I love that. I love that. I mean, I don't love that you had to go through that, but I love <laughs> that that's what you came out, you know what I mean? With that realization. And I, I mean, uh, you know, without like kind of cutting corners. I just want to say like, I love the brand. The brand is phenomenal. I mean, you, you are really, um, you know, kind of living up to that 
standard what you just said here with in terms of like you know keeping ingredients at the front and center and things that are actually efficacious so you know really hats off to you because like i said you know for everyone listening i'm a huge fan of kps like i've been using the brand for about i think it's all but almost been a month now natalie's like since you sent me the line and Mm -hmm. i've been using it like i use it at night mostly and i also love the body like products as well i just want to like quickly say that before we really dive in because rarely do I find a brand that is not only amazing with skincare for your face, but the body care is like solid, solid. And so I'm just a huge fan. So you've really, really done something very right, you know? So I'm, I, I love it. Well, thank you. Yes. And that, and that was the exact goal here was to, you know, create something that had the amount of efficacy that you would get if you were to walk into a plastic surgeon's office, but without all of the chemical laden products that you would see in that situation. And so, you know, I was really, to be honest, very hellbent on making sure that, you know, this line had to completely be organic food grade, but it had to have, you know, a lot of efficacy because, you know, at my age, that's what I was looking for. But it was funny because I developed a brand, you know, Kiki Pure and Simple back in 2009 and launched it into Whole Foods. And that was really just a a brand that was designed for my daughter because, you know, after knowing what I saw back at Nordstrom in the day, I knew something needed to change. And I certainly did not want to put these, you know, chemical laden products on my young daughter that I knew her body was going to absorb more chemicals. And I knew I had to do something with that. So that's when I developed that line, Kiki Pure and Simple. But that was when I really started to think about, well, okay, so I'm going to be 50 soon and I need to start creating a brand that, you know, works for me at my age. And so I was fortunate enough to meet Ron back in 2012, because what led me you know, in between 2009 and 2012, I had talked to so many different chemists. I was really, you know, excited about, you know, developing this line, but all these chemists laughed at me. They said, go find a new hobby. This just can't be done. But you know what? There was this fire deep in my soul that kept telling me to keep going. And I knew it could be done. I just had to find the right person. And so I was fortunate enough to meet Ron and he was the guy that came along and said, I can do this. And I kind of at first thought, well, why is it that all these other people couldn't? And now you can, but then, you know, he quickly proved to me that he was able to do this. And I'm going to let, you know, I'll turn it over to him in a second so that he can explain his interesting background, but it's pretty remarkable, remarkable what we've done together. So I'll turn it over to Ron. Yeah, Ron, I would love to hear, um, you know, your, your side of this journey as well. Yeah, I'm kind of an outlier in the skincare industry. Um, I'm more of a physicist, rocket science kind of guy. I worked 27 years for Boeing, started out with uh, McDonnell Douglas in launching rockets, developing rockets. Uh, We merged with Boeing and I worked on space station. I've worked on multiple rocket platforms. um, And I've done like really moved the needle in in that world. But what got me into skincare was, first of all, I had, my mother is a physiologist and uh, was a physiologist. She passed during um, COVID, unfortunately. But oh, um, so thank you. But she's she's a great, she was a great human being and um, had all sorts of different interests and varied background. And I had gotten to, because of my science background, I got to collaborate in a lot of areas where she worked, like she did plant drug research, which was key to what we're doing here um, mm. for the University of California, um, UCI. I don't know where you're from, but um, I, we're both East from Coast, California. Yeah. 
Excuse yeah, me? no, and I'm I'm on the east oh, coast. East. So. <laughs> okay. so we did, yeah. yeah, we did, we did some research on plants, um, yeah. and then you know we did. I I actually got to dip my toe into the mapping of the genome way back when, which was fun. Um, I got to oh, introduce yeah. some things into that industry from my background, um, and then uh, what really kicked it in was my mother became semi-retired in 1991. And she ended up um, going into Utah and starting an Arabian horse ranch. And what happened was one of her top horses had a, an injury to the shoulder that was so bad that the vet said that that animal had to be put down. So my mother called me up and she said, hey, can we collaborate? She was crying. It was her favorite animal. And um, so we started developing wound care. And what we did was said, say, okay, let's take everything we know that the skin uses for its own health and let's put it into products. And, and we had, we created creams and salves for this horse. Yeah. And what happened was we, it took a long time for us, for the skin to grow back. It was literally a year and a half. It was 18 months. Mm -hmm. um, but after it had grown back, we shaved the hair back and the, there, there wasn't any scarring. Oh, wow. And, so now we had an animal wound care product that vets were using, and somebody actually licensed it into, into uh, some medical for bed sores and other things. Um, but what really changed everything was when we took the ingredients that we knew were healthy, healthy for the skin, and I had run them through some processes that that you would only use in aerospace. And that, so I've, I've got three other tech companies and one of them, we do um, high energy wa waveforms. And so I ran our ingredients through these through these high energy waveforms, and it broke them down to a to a form factor where the body could actually do something with them. Hmm, uh, okay. And that's what we're doing here. Is think about this: if I have a bowling ball and yeah. I set it on the ground or a table, it's touching that table roughly in one spot right? Yeah. It's technically, it's probably three that are very, very close to each other, but it's, it's only a, in a very small area that it's touching. So if I took that bowling ball and I, I made, took the exact same material and made a hundred bowling balls out of it. Now it's touching the table 100 times greater than it did before. Right. Right. So it, literally the coverage of our nutrients is over 10,000 times now this is my estimate, but it's over ten thousand times a normal skincare brand. Yeah. And so that's how you're seeing the efficacy that you're seeing now. And what we've done is we created something called what we call Dermanu Nutrients, and then it's our Dermanu technology. And that is we have stuff that's just for just for nutrition. We have things for volume. We have things for collagen. We have things for hydration. We have things to to you know re, rebuild your uh, your ceramides, and every bit of it works. Now the interesting, and we did clinicals for all of this too. And yeah. before I got into this and left my aerospace career because I was a program manager, I've done a lot of neat things for Boeing, um, and. Um, before I jumped into the industry, I decided to take a really good look at 
the competition. So I pulled all the skincare companies, I pulled all of their ingredients and uh, created a database. And they're all approaching skincare the same way, um, which is mm. to slow down transdermal water loss. And, yeah. um, and it works. It, if you can increase the hydration um, in your skin, your skin's gonna, gonna, going to work better. It, it will be able to move nutrients around better. It will be able to communicate better. Every, it's like the electrical system. Right. Is, you know, it, that the hydration is how everything flows in, in our body. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's interesting that, and then, you know, when I met Natalie, she had, she had uh, her company and I talked to her about what I could do. She didn't believe it but based <laughs> on her, his, her history, but um, she finally saw what we could do together. And man, we just took off and, and uh, it, it's all about efficacy for me. Um, it's all about performance. That's where I came from was performance and everything I did in, in my old industry was root cause. Um yeah. Well, the yeah. other interesting thing is that we have such an intimate relationship with the soil in relation to choosing our raw materials, because my background as a master gardener, a master organic gardener, because I had a farm, you know, it's very important to me when we choose our suppliers, because, you know, you certainly don't want to have a conventional farm two miles up the road. And then, you know, another farm, an organic farm, you know, down the hill. And then, you know, when it rains, those chemicals trickle in to the soil into the organic farm. I mean, we have to be very careful, you know, how we choose our raw materials. I mean, that soil means everything to us because that's, you know, about when we're all about root cause and looking for the nutrient content. I mean, those types of things are extremely important to us. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, this is so fascinating and I have a few questions, you know, if you don't, if you don't mind, Ron, you really uh, sparked my interest there with what you were explaining about, you know, if you put a bowling ball on the table and then there's multiple points of like, you know, where it's touching the table. I really want to learn more about that because you had mentioned the, the use of um, high frequencies to break down the the components, um, the materials, but I'm really wondering, like, what do you mean when you say breakdown? Like, do you mean that you're just putting them in like just a uh, higher density, like vesicles or something, or like, how, could you explain a little bit more on that? Well, it's, I guess one way to think about it, say you took a, a granite rock and you yeah. crushed it down into fine powder. Yeah. So we're, we're pretty much doing that. It's still the same form factor. Typically it's still the same form factor. Um, there are a few things that, uh, like if you think about peptides, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a peptide is two to 50 amino acids. Okay. Right. And, but a, a peptide at, at two amino acids is literally too, too large for your skin to yeah. do anything. Now, the interesting thing is, is everybody uses high shear you know, mixers and stuff. So you're going to be knocking off a few aminos from those peptides. And um, so that's how a peptide works. So we just skipped all of that and we break everything down to aminos and you just get better efficacy. Interesting. Um, okay. If, so you know, it's, it's more about size. Like it's more and more about like the Dalton size that can it, actually it, go into the skin. It's about size and it doesn't necessarily have to go into the skin. My, my estimate is to get through the skin, you're going to have to be about 900 picometers, 
or yeah. nine tenths of a nanometer. And to get there, it's very difficult on a lot of things because things want to recombine naturally, right? Mm -hmm. um, so if you get close enough, it it's good enough is what I'm finding out. It doesn't need to penetrate. It just needs to have full coverage. And uh, a lot of things do penetrate in skincare. A lot of actives will penetrate. It, um, but what we're doing is we're looking for coverage more than anything. And the way your skin works with respect to just being that close to nutrients, and some of it will, you know, penetrate just like every other skincare. Yeah. But it, I'm finding out that the coverage, that that high density coverage is really what makes makes a difference. Yeah, that's what I was trying to clarify with you was that density issue because I completely agree with you in the sense of like I think the skincare industry has really kind of taken the wrong turn when it comes to talking about how you know what molecules penetrate like for example you know the standard that we're like in science that we're exposed to is 500 Daltons you know that's the size that will go through your skin barrier and actually go inside mm -hmm. deeper layers however the problem that I keep running into from a science perspective and I try to explain this to brands but I think you know, Ron, you'll understand what I mean is that you don't really want that to happen. You know, when you put molecules that deep into your skin, what you're doing is causing an inflammatory reaction because they're being recognized as um, foreign bodies. So yeah. really the, the smarter approach is what you were explaining here, which is this idea of creating more high density, um, like, I guess, packages of molecules that are now creating a barrier on top of your skin that's actually feeding your skin and feeding cells rather than saying, oh, we need to go all the way down deep in the dermis to even see a result. I completely disagree with that theory. Like, I know a lot of people really believe in that, but I'm not one of them because it just doesn't, you know, this, the skin is such a dynamic organ in the sense that we don't have to go inside of like these certain levels, right? Like these different yeah. layers. We just have to make sure that the the, the very top surface of cells that are hopefully, you know, new and like, you know, the turnover rate is good for you, whatever you're using for your actives, you know, your cells are actively turning over and they're to maintain them and to maintain their health, you do need that high density nutrition that you're offering, right? So I, it makes sense to me, your model, like what you're what you're explaining, because that's actually more um, plausible, you know, from the, the perspective of physiology. I also, by the way, I have a degree in physiology too, like your mom. So I'm, I'm a huge, you know, I'm a huge believer in, in what you're saying. It, it really makes sense. I, I And that makes sense why your products work, because, um, you know, one of the things the telltale signs I always used to say this like before even I started the podcast was if I can put on a cream or a moisturizer and the next morning I wake up and my skin looks more plump and you know mm. kind of going back to your point about the transepidermal water loss right if it looks more plump the next day that means that the product I used has created an an you know an efficacious barrier to where it is now allowing that water to really go into the cells it's supposed to like nourish and that's yeah. the sign for me for of a good product and so i i really believe in that you know in that science and and i'm really glad you guys have taken that approach because it's very novel you know it really is I, I i we're the only people out there doing this and we i i will do the pepsi challenge on any product <laughs> out there i like we <laughs> Stop these companies right now. It's unbelievable what we're doing in this industry. You know, and, and, and you know, we have hyaluronic acid, for example, in our skincare, right? Yeah. 
Um, first of all, hyaluronic acid cannot get through your skin. It's topical. It's the, the these molecules when they're bloated with water are enormous. But what yep. we do with them is we fill hyaluronic acid full of nutrients, and it sits oh, on your skin and starts releasing all the way through the day, which is really interesting. Um, you know, we're, our professional products. And I think we sent you like a facial kit too, potentially. Well, we, did, that... we sent you the entire facial protocol. Did you get a chance to try that? Yeah, I've, I've tried almost every product okay. um, that you've sent me. Yeah, so yeah. I've, yeah. And if, and if you do one facial with that product, it, with all of our products in, in 45 minutes, it changes your skin in 45 minutes, which is fantastic. The yeah. other thing that it does is typically when you get a facial and we've done this Pepsi challenge with Natalie too, we've walked into high, high end spas and they're like, okay, we'll give you the owner a facial and you give Natalie a facial. And then afterwards we looked at Natalie's skin and said, wow, it looks pretty good. You know, like this is really decent stuff. But then, you know, she was telling that to me and I said, let's see what you look like tomorrow. Yeah. And tomorrow, the very next day she looked like, an arid dry desert her skin was dried out and with our stuff because of the nutrients your skin in after one facial continues to improve for five to seven days well and that's because oh. of the bioavailability as well with our products which is so critical it's like a supplement for your skin yeah. and think about what's going on in our environment today it's so important that we are comp like constantly supplementing our skin with nutrients because we are getting depleted on a daily basis from our environment and all the chemicals that are coming into contact with our bodies. And, you know, if you think about what's going on with all the, the chemicals that are on the market, there's 85,000 chemicals on the market today, but only 200 have been tested. So that means that basically there's only about nine that have been banned, you know, for use when there's potentially over, you know, 3,800 chemicals that are being used that should have been banned already. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. mindful of these things and very savvy as women are just as humans in general as to what's happening to our bodies and the environment and what we're choosing to put on our bodies. Right. And that's a very, very valid point, Natalie, because I think people are still in that mentality of just, you know, more is better. And it's like in, in that rut that we get stuck in that rut of thinking that way, when it comes to our skincare, we think the more ingredients or the more, you know, like you said, chemicals that we see, like the better it is, you know, it's formulated, it's more, it's a more sophisticated formulation. And I fully disagree with that. You know, it's like, I, I literally look at consumers, like, you know, whether it's on Reddit or TikTok or whatever, just, you know, observing their routines or their feedback. And they're so frustrated because they're using these products that are like the inky list is like literally like, you know, a hundred different chemicals. And it's like, why are you doing that? You know, and it's like, unless you're using something that has like certain, you know, um, for example, like delivery systems, right. That are very, very unique or whatever your, your ingredients shouldn't be that ridiculous. And I think that, you know, brands are failing to educate their consumers on that level where they're saying that you listen, this is what your skin needs in terms of nutrition. Like this is what is going to keep it hydrated. This is what, what is going to keep it quote glowing and, you know, all of that, because they're not really able to educate properly. And I, and I really find that to be such a disservice, right? Especially to women, because we love shopping. Let's be, <laughs> we love, you know, <laughs> we love shopping. Every woman can relate to that. And, you know, we are very quick sometimes to just buy a product and we're very quick to also take recommendations from our friends. But at the end of the day, 
you have to stop yourself and think, what do you, what does your skin need and what's going to solve that problem? And this really goes back to your point, Ron, where you were talking about how that was your background, where it was very solution oriented. You know what I mean? And I, and I like that. I like that you've come into this industry with that background because we need people like that. We need people to be approaching skin as a real health thing, you know, a health concern that you're targeting rather than just, oh, these are pretty products, you know, put them on your face. No, you need real efficacy. So, I mean, I, I'm with your message 100%. I think it's very important for us to be more mindful about yeah. what is in these, you know, in these bottles. Absolutely. And if you look at our ingredient deck, it's, it is very simple. But the yeah. thing is, you know, we, there isn't anything we don't do that isn't completely deliberate. And, and it, and it's just not going to be seen on the ingredient deck. Um, like when, when I want something to really work with your skin, I will attach it to something else before I even put it in the skincare. And then I put it in the skincare. I mean, we, we literally, um, like Natalie and I joined the uh, Society of, of Cosmetic Chemists for a couple of years, and we were going to all these meetings and listening to PhD, you know, chemists talk about formulations, and yeah. they started figuring out who I was and what I was doing, and they literally said, can you please stand up? These are PhD chemists asking me to tell them where to go. Yeah, and, yeah, because you're a physicist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's like, for real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the thing though, right, Ron? It's like, it's, you know, it's so interesting you bring that up. And I love chemists. Like, don't get me wrong. I have a huge, you know, appreciation for them, but I'm going to be very real with you guys listening. That is not all you need for a good formulation. You need to understand biophysics. You need to understand things like physiology. You know, like for example, the department I got my my degree from for physiology is like it literally the department they always lump together physiology and biophysics for a reason, because everything happening in your body is actual physics. Like, you know, from like the way your blood flows, to the way your vessels work, to the way everything can be actually more better and yeah. intricately explained if you incorporate that physics component. And so I completely hear you. And I think that's probably why they were like, you know, mesmerized because you have a, I mean, physicists think differently, right? You guys are just brilliant. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I, I love that. Well, and that's why we do everything as close to the earth as possible. And that's what KPS stands for, kind, pure, and smart. And, you know, when you're doing that, we're getting root cause results. And that's why you saw results so quickly without all of those chemical compounds. You know, you, you were able to see results with these ingredients that are, you know, close to the earth, because that's the way our bodies are designed to receive what's come from the earth, not these chemicals that are foreign objects, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Natalie. Yeah. And you know, I, even to add to your point, I think one of the most fundamental, like, ways, like, just for the listeners that you can understand this is think about roots, you know, think about the amount of nutrients that are in any kind of a root, like whether that's a carrot, or, you know, like whatever, a, like a beet, you know what I mean? Anything, just yeah. the amount of nutrients that are in these specific types of like vegetables, um, you know, any kind of root is like so exponentially, so much exponentially higher than something that grows above the ground. And there's a real reason for that. It's because of what you said, Natalie, it's the soil. You know, the <laughs> soil is the real, like, you know, 
it's what is going to give you the results and it's going to give you the the technologies and the innovations we're looking for because whatever your medium is for nourishing something to grow that medium is what is going to allow it to work at its full potential so if we're like poisoning our soil and if we're poisoning our farmlands and you know putting pesticides on everything and all this stuff you're never going to win as a society because you're literally you know you're poisoning the actual medium that is required for growth so i just don't get that mentality at all and i'm really glad that you guys stand for this approach of just you know keeping things as clean as possible from the the point of like you know growth to actual manufacturing of your products because that that is so more for me as a consumer it's more important to me to see that than like a usda organic seal on something you know what i mean yeah, like it's, it's just more it makes more sense yes thank and, you and I, let me add one more thing to this like you what you're talking about what roots and root vegetables and if you think about how nutrition gets to us yeah literally you're what happens in this in this environment, in this ecosystem that we're in, is you've got mountains that are that are filled with minerals. They've got granites and and different stones up there. They, the earth rains down water, creates rivers, and that that's all of these minerals start breaking down. Okay, right. they go down into rivers. They further break down. Rivers overflow. They get into they they get into the fields. They deposit minerals that are the right size for for roots, and roots use capillary action. Very small, very small, um, like tubulars going through the roots to pull up nutrients. So they're pulling up nutrients in a very a very specific form factor that our bodies can use and that other animals can use. So we're either getting nutrients from these from these plants or from these animals. Now, what we've done since we like to live next to rivers and not grow crops next to rivers is yeah. we've we've broken that system. Right. Okay. We have yeah. we we are living now in a more depleted nutrient world than we did before. And that exactly. is continually getting worse. So what I end up, what I've done, and we get we get chemical analysis of everything that everything that we that we bring in because I'm looking for a specific nutrients and b how they get there. Um, if they were filtered through a plant, then I'm happy about it because it's at a it's at a uh, form factor that our body can use. Okay. Right. Um, the other the other thing is. It's like I can I can add those those high energy waveforms to break them down even further. But the fact that I've already got them through that capillary action through those plants, that's where I'm going. Now, if you're looking at a lot of our crops that we're using and a lot of the the a lot of the uh, the ingredients that we're using, we're, we all, we always use food grade stuff. Um, because they don't strip out the nutrients. If you if you use cosmetic grade stuff, it's junk. Uh, there's nothing in it except for say an oil. They they strip everything else out of it. They strip proteins out. They strip everything out. Um, and then the next thing, um, it's like we've we've got a broken system, and and what we're doing is taking that the intent of that process and putting it back into our skincare 
if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. we're looking for very specific, everything that we're using with ingredients, it seems simple, but there's a lot more thought to it than you know. And there's a lot of uh, wild gathered stuff too, because that was never broken. We never broke that uh, that system. So yeah. we're, we're using nutrients from that are less depleted and we test. So we're, that's another key to getting everything in there. I hope these chemists aren't listening, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I mean, you're making great points though, you know, and I, and I really love that approach. I mean, I actually have a question for you because, you know, now that you've, you've done this deep dive, right, in, into your formulation and I mean, especially from the standpoint of like transepidermal water loss, you know, Ron, I would love for your advice on like, what are the ingredients that you've seen to be the most efficacious with, um, you know, retaining water that we naturally have? Like, I mean, have you noticed any like hero yeah. ingredients? Yeah. Okay. It, all right. So our, I'll tell you our approach, um, okay. which is different than others now. Okay. So here's, here's how the skin works. All right. Okay. So you know, we, we, we talk about hyaluronic acid a lot in skincare, right? Right. But the real, the real importance of hyaluronic acid is, is water storage. Okay. Yeah. Now there are mechanisms in the skin that if certain nutrients are around your skin will turn on to create, to, to increase hyaluronic acid growth in your skin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the first approach is to is to turn that on and increase the ability to store water in your in your system, okay? Right. Now we use a ballista meter we'll tell you water storage in your in your system it's basically deals with water with body capacitance. And we're getting a 185% increase in water storage in our, oh. in our, from, just from our skincare, yeah. which is, so that is absolutely key. The next thing is, is really about ceramide health. Hmm. And you can, there are other mechanisms that can be turned on to have your skin produce healthy fats and and waxes for your skin yeah. and the second like if you use our renew cream or i'm not sure if you got our hydrolux products but either one of those either one of those products will make your ceramides start you your skin starts creating ceramides instantaneously yeah like, the renew cream you, is amazing by the way it's phenomenal like it's so good, good. i'm yeah. glad you like it it's literally like that was our that was our out the gate product that we were and literally one of the top conglomerates out there that buy skincare companies came up to us in New York City the day they met us and they said you guys have disruptive um technology in this industry and oh, we wow. want we want to get in now that's and it was cool. like that's whoa cool. and um <laughs> So we we chose not to do that because we don't want to be. It, basically, we got into this to give stuff away. Yeah. Um, I, I I like my partners. Natalie is the same way. Like we're we want to give. We just want to give. So I don't want somebody telling us we can't do that. So we're not doing that. We're not. We didn't partner up with them. But anyways, yeah, we do have we do have disruptive technology and um, 
when it comes to hydration, that's what you want to do is you, you really want healthy ceramides. And the, the biggest thing about uh, your skin is um, you want hydration storage. Now, yeah. like for instance, people, we've dealt with people that have eczema. Okay. Yeah. There was a, there's a woman that she came to us through a friend and it took her a long time to even get her to come in, but she had a 42 year problem with eczema on her face, on her face. Wow. And she never, she had no, um, after work, she had no social life because she just didn't want to go outside. She also worked in a beauty school where it kind of matters, you know, where it was just, she really felt, you know, self-conscious obviously. Yeah. yeah. So we gave her one facial and first of all, every product that she ever put on her face burned her and every product we put on her face felt great in 45 minutes our before and after in this in the um for this eczema was unbelievable she was she was taking um a steroid called dupixent which is like $39,000 or something insane wow um, and yeah, I mean, and she she cold turkey that that night um and quit she quit taking the dupixent um and it's all about water storage. If you think yeah. about how dry your skin is with eczema, um, I'm what we're finding out here is we've done enough clinicals on on um, on eczema that it's pretty obvious to us that is it, it is all about um, it's all about water storage. Absolutely. No, I think that you're really. Like you are really hitting the nail on the head because I want to share something um, with you guys. And that is like, so my research, like my personal, like, you know, outside of this is in aquaporins, you know, from my physiology background and aquaporins are um, basically water channels, as I'm sure Ron, you know, but mm -hmm. just for the listeners out there and, um, you know, a big portion of my research has been to figure out, are they only water channels? And what I've realized through the bench work is that they're not. They're actually oxygen channels. They're also carbon dioxide channels. And there are all sorts of gases passed through them that we don't even acknowledge. And so when you talk about water and the like the capacity of your skin to hold on to water, I cannot tell you how relevant this is. Even like I'm sitting here listening to you and my mind is blown away because you're so on the money with this. Like it's literally about how much water the cells on the surface of your skin are able to hold because if you have that, that's what elicits aquaporin channels to open more readily and not only allow water to flow freely through your skin, thus, you know, uh, balancing the water like levels across your skin, but it also allows for better oxygen flow. It also allows for better delivery of certain gases to those cells. Like it's crazy how much, um, you know, stuff is being done. And we have been so confused for so long because we thought these channels were just for water but they're not they're actually helping you um you know have a better oxygenated you know barrier um in overall so uh you know there's there's a lot of ongoing research right now around this i mean this is a really fascinating field and and i completely 1000% agree with you that if you can somehow balance how much water your skin is retaining and utilizing like really utilizing and the only way you're going to utilize it is through like this extended exposure that is a allowed by using products that are, you know, kind of setting you up for success in that way. 
I mean, you're going to see a day and night difference. So that makes so, so much sense to me because when I tried the Renew cream, like going back to the, you know, the products, the, it was instantaneous. Like the same, like the, I put it on that evening and the next even the next morning I woke up and my skin looked very plump, very hydrated, ready for whatever, whether I wanted to do my makeup, whether I wanted to just go out with some sunscreen, it didn't matter. It just looked better. And I, I don't know for all of you listening out there, but I'm definitely somebody who has, um, you know, post-acne scarring still from my teenage years because I've never gotten, you know, people call me a weirdo, but I've never gotten any aesthetic procedure done. No Botox, no microneedling, nothing. And I, I didn't do it for a reason, but like, I really love when skincare can show me results on those specific areas and um my point is like when i use the renew cream i even noticed that my scarring was more plumped and more filled in like it's as yeah. if my skin was like rising up and filling in that yeah. little you know what i mean like yeah, the issue it was absolutely filling in for sure that's what our products yeah. do and that's why these germs can come to us we have a lot of relationships with doctors that come to me because we have clinicals. And what I do is I run people through, you know, our, our headquarters here. And, you know, because of our Ayurvedic practices and the ingredients that we're using to fight inflammation and all those things, but we can target very specific skin conditions. I'm talking things like hypertropic lichen planus and not just the norm rosacea and dermatitis and, you know, eczema and all those things, but we can really hit you know, very interesting skin conditions because of that homeostasis that you were just talking about. And that, you know, that water allowing more nutrients to get into the skin and the bioavailability. It's, it's really phenomenal what we are seeing. It's, we're really proud of this product. Yeah, no, I, I hundred percent Natalie. And I, and I really like, you know, um, I'm really behind you guys, you know, your products work like at, that's the bottom line. Like, you know, we sit here and we geek out over science and I love that, you know, about like just having guests like you guys on, but at the end of the day, you know, with skincare, I always tell people who reach out to us, like through emails, it's like, you know, people reach out to me and they like, recommend products. Right. And I'm like, I'm never going to recommend something that doesn't work overnight. Like your skincare should work overnight in the sense of like, you should see some sort of result. And whether that's more plump skin, whether it's more hydrated skin or even less redness, whatever that is, it should show you immediately that it's doing something. And like KPS is hands down checking off all of those boxes. You know what I mean? Like from a consumer standpoint for me, like I have tried, like I said, the wonderful range of products you guys have sent me and even, you know, kind of, I want to pivot into this body care area because you guys have one of the best body creams I have ever used, you know, for stretch marks. And um, it's, it's always been a problem for me, but, you know, just reiterating the fact that the product should make you feel like it's doing something and i kid you not like every single product i've tried it's been wonderful like it's been a wonderful experience no influence it hasn't like made anything worse in terms of like you know people think that oh your skin's gonna turn red at first and then it's gonna calm down no you're that should never be happening first of all <laughs> you know like your right. skin shouldn't be like reacting to your skincare and then eventually calming down that's called you know adapting to a bad chemical or whatever reaction yes. is going on you know what i mean so exactly. people are so misinformed like it blows my mind but like my you know it just comes back to the idea is like if your skincare is not working for you that immediately that means that it's not going to work for you like flat out and, mm -hmm. I, and I can't stress that enough you know I, I 100 percent agree, agree with you there there are ingredients in skincare that are specifically designed to inflame your skin 
And that's literally how it gives you a little bit of volume and kind of hides some things. And it's it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's and just wrong. It, but, yeah. you know, it's out there. And um, like it, it and, you know, you back back to the water. Um, water's an interesting molecule, number one. But there's, you know, there's four stages of water that typically you talk about three, which would be you know, a solid form, a liquid form, and a gaseous form. Yeah. But there's also something called exclusionary, uh, an EZ zone water. And there's there's a um, um, Nobel, Nobel laureate uh, uh, biologist working with this right now. And um, basically, it's it, when you provide water with the right minerals, it's now got it's now got a higher potential. And yeah. it actually can increase the potential of proteins and things in the skin that give your skin energy that it can be released in other places. And so we, you know, I'm I'm playing around with stuff that most of these chemists have never even heard of. And yeah. um, I mean, if you if you think about volume, like as we age, one of the things that we end up doing in, is the mesochemical stem cells that typically would go into the adipose um, part of your skin and give you that fat layer, those get diverted into muscle, connective tissue, and then your skin suffers so we can be more agile and stay healthy and you know, be able to run away if we need to, right? Right. Um, well, a group of scientists, I think it was in 2012, figured out that you could differentiate that um, that mesochemical stem cell and in, back into back into the adipose. Yeah, and yeah. It turns out you can do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that you can literally t tell stem cells exactly what to turn into. It's like yeah. I don't know why people aren't utilizing that technology more. Well, we some people are. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, it's a really valid point. Also, like you know, just to add on to your the water um thing that you just mentioned, Ron. I mean, I think that's so brilliant that you brought that up because you know, for all the listeners out there, you know, it, water has memory. It's the only yeah. it's the only molecule that we know. You know, and and astronauts have you know, like they've done studies in space with it. <laughs> and they and they're realizing now that water holds everything it has a memory system and and what i mean by that is uh, is like it's going to whatever you expose water to first of all it creates a shell around it that's one of the main properties of water and then what it does is that it holds on to whatever it created a shell around in the sense of like some sort of a memory system that i have no idea about because i am not you know i don't study that but i, I do know that there is a lot of untapped potential no pun intended but you know like there's a lot of untapped potential with water and i think that if we just keep studying the things we know about and we keep looking at the things that are here in front of us we're going to find more answers than anything else and that's why you know a lot of times i get very frustrated with some brands that come to me and they're like well we've got this great you know this crazy technology that's like all lab made and i'm like why why yeah. like go to nature 
You know what I mean? Like, go to nature. Why are you coming up with crap in a kitchen, in a lab, where you can just go straight to nature outside, find some botanicals, study them? I mean, medical botany is a real thing, guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's a it's a real field. Like, study the study nature, study plants, study herbs, and figure out what is it that is going to help turn on, Ron, like you were saying, you know, certain channels, certain pathways, certain things that we need our skin to have turned on so that it can create the natural things that already exist like hyaluronic acid and ceramides so i you know i think it's a it really is a no-brainer right like we sit here and we talk about it and it's like common sense to us but i just get so baffled by so many people that are just lost like they don't get it <laughs> like they're not getting it oh, it's, so. it's everybody nobody gets it that's the problem it's like if you took the people that were doing this it working in this industry and for that matter a lot of the medical industry and you tried to say have them develop a, if they use the same techniques to develop a computer that we're talking through right now, it wouldn't work. If you, yeah. if you use the same techniques to try and create an automobile, it wouldn't work. Um, you have, if you're not root cause, like, first of all, the industry I came from, you go through tons of analysis, go through tons of development, and then you test, 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 and make sure everything that you've assumed is correct. And so, and everything has to be root cause. You know, if you, if you, if if you hear a belt, you know, squeaking in your, in your car, you should replace the belt, not put a little bit of wax on it to stop the squeak. You know what I mean? Exactly. And we are about root cause and, you know, medical is about correcting symptoms, as you know. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, they're just like, hey, which one of these proteins do we want to shut down or these aminos we want to shut down? And it's like, what are you doing? Right. Like none of them. <laughs> yeah. Your engines, your engines making noise. Let's take it out, which doesn't make sense because your car won't run anymore. So, um, yeah, we, we're root cause, root cause, root cause. And I came from an industry that that drilled that into me. Um, and then I come into this and I'm asking everybody what, you know, how are you guys doing this? And they tell me and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm yeah. backing out of here. But well, it's um, because of that, it's, it's the well-rounded training that's needed, right? I mean, it's really is, it comes down to that. It's so different way of thinking. And I, you know, again, I have so much respect for chemists, but a good it, formula it, is more than just chemistry. You know, it's way more sure. so. Yeah, you've got to know more about the body. You've got to know more about systems. Um, you know, if you actually ask a, <laughs> a medical professional how many systems the bodies have, they might tell you what somewhere between seven and nine. <laughs> and yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, there's millions. There's, it's probably uncountable. Yeah, um, every pathway is a system. Yeah, every everything. single pathway. It, yeah. yeah. It, and I come from a, a mentality of everything is a system of systems. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's, yeah. it's literally like you can't, and that's why I see here's the thing. This is, and it, this goes back to Natalie's point that she made early in the, in the recording was that there is like, there's a real need to not disturb the way that plants and like just nutrients are growing. And we have to protect that soil because you can if you mess with something that is just naturally working and you create something that is like now a mutated form or it's lacking a component that was originally like that is going to be detrimental down the line in some 
way, shape, or form. And, you know, my biggest, like, qualm with all of this is that we keep trying to modify things that don't need to be modified. Like, I always tell people, like, you know, the human body is the most beautiful and well, you know, created system you could ever imagine. And the deeper you get, like, in the molecular pathways and the more you understand, it's literally like almost like spiritual when you start understanding it because you get this feeling of just oh my god like that's how this works you know it's like those kind of like revelations start to happen for you in a way where you're just like in awe of how things are naturally occurring so that again you know i get very baffled when people want to come in into especially in this industry and they want to say well we're just going to ignore what exists and we're going to recreate it and it's like well, you better have the the mind of God or whatever, you know what I mean? Because you can't do that. You know, if something's not broken, like, why are you trying to fix it? You should be utilizing what's there, you know? So I, yeah. I'm, I'm just a firm believer in that. I really think that, you know, and, and when it comes to your brand, I think you guys are just such a shining example of, you know, um, natural products, like whatever people consider that to be, you know, for using buzzwords, you're just such a shining example of that plus science attached to it. I mean, I think it's it's a really, really great like reference point is my, you know, is what I'm trying to say for any entrepreneurs who are, you know, tuning in here. So no, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I agree with you hundred percent. And and the deeper you get into the science, all of a sudden it becomes magic. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're like, whoa, like this is really what's happening right now. And then your head just explodes and you don't know what to do, but, but, but you can utilize this stuff. I mean, I understand that if I put a certain mo molecule so close to the skin and so, so much coverage that it's actually going to affect the skin. Um, yeah. It's not penetrating the skin. It's just affecting the skin because those molecules are somehow communicating in a way that I do not understand, nor does anybody else, but it's working. And that's, it's when you start getting into the quantum world, everything turns weird. Well, it's so beautiful because think of all the different lives we get to change. You know, people come to us with these horrendous skin conditions, like full-blown dermatological cases of acne. And, you know, we get to help people and we get to see the results immediately. And that is so exciting for us to hear that these people come to us and say, you absolutely changed my life. I can go out into public now and not feel embarrassed. I feel like a real human now. I mean, those are the kinds of things that keeps us going every day. And that's why we do what we do. I love that. Wow. You know, that's that's the biggest testament to what you've created. I feel like when someone is able to say that, that's huge. And I, you know, I can't tell you how big of a service that is because dermatology is one of the hardest fields in medicine. I mean, there is literally no drugs, you guys. There are no drugs. Like we've got what retinoids and uh hydroxyquinone, which is, I mean, mm -hmm. half the pharmaceuticals that exist in dermatology, like I would never give to any of my patients, even if they were like begging me because it's just right. not healthy you know what I mean like it's yeah. not pro-health and I am so anti putting people on Accutane or like you know retinols unnecessarily or whatever like I really do suggest you know I'm not a dermatologist but I tell people if you can figure out what nature's cure to this is please do that or find a company who's figuring it out because at the end of the day guys like you know what's made in a lab is that then it's made in a lab Okay. That's not, that's not natural. That's why you see things like, for example, you're using too much retinol, your skin's going to start 
flaking. You're going to go, it's going to go haywire. You know why? Because it's causing excessive inflammation, which is not a natural state for your body to be in. You know what I mean? It's not supposed to be in that state. So, you know, just be more mindful is my point, you know, for all of our listeners out there, like be mindful, do your homework. Um, Again, you you know, with KPS, like I absolutely love the brand and I really encourage all of you listening, like go onto the website, you know, do the homework and learn about the brand and, you know, really invest your time in that knowledge phase. Because when you do that, you start to realize like how much innovation is behind such brands and how much like the how different the approach is than XYZ brand that you might see at the drugstore or wherever. You know what I mean? So it's like I really, really encourage that. But um, Natalie and Ron, thank you so much. This has been such an honor to host both of you and I really am a huge fan of KPS um for everyone listening you're definitely going to see the brand in our top picks for this year so stay tuned for that but thank you so much again for coming on to the show and sharing your vision with us well thank you for having yeah, us thanks for having we us appreciate it's, it yeah and fun talk too I, I, we could I'm sure we could talk for hours <laughs> and go deep yes. dive in here uh I yeah I love this stuff so no, absolutely. I would love to do a part two as well, because there's so much to talk about and it's very rare to find people who really get it, you know? So I, I really, um, you know, it's been such a pleasure and I hope everyone listening, you've really enjoyed it. And I would love to hear your comments and feedback. If you guys have any questions for um, Natalie or Ron, I can definitely pass them along to their team. So, you know, don't be scared to chime in and get this conversation, you know, going even more, but thank you again. And for everyone listening, I will be back next time. Thank you.